to Hidden Secrets to Health with Christina Cole. When you realize that each and every lifestyle choice you make generally has a direct effect on your health, wouldn't you want to influence that outcome? On this program, you'll learn how to uncover the secrets that your body tells you and learn how even small lifestyle changes can mean big rewards with your health. And now, here's your host, Christina Cole. Welcome to Hidden Secrets to Health. I'm your host, Christina Cole, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And the purpose of the Hidden Secrets to Health is to uncover different healing modalities and opportunities beyond what we learn about from uh, mainstream media or Western practices. So this is really just um, new opportunities to heal. Uh, I usually focus on holistic methods. And today, we are going to be talking about a very hot topic that seems to be um, in everyone's inbox, certainly comes to mind all the time, and that is CBD oil. And I have my friend Tara on the line, and she is going to be sharing her healing journey and how she has incorporated the use of CBD oil in certain practices with her FDN practice. So welcome, Tara. Hi, thank you for having me. So I'd like for people to know a little bit about your journey. You've had a pretty uh, extensive healing journey that started when you were 28 and has led you to go on your own journey of wellness, but also in sharing what you've learned with others by going to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, going to Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. These are both schools that I also am an alumni of. And... Uh, It's extraordinary knowledge, and I love that people who go through these healing journeys decide to share these gifts with others. So maybe you could tell our guests a little bit about you. Okay, so basically, um, when I was in my late 20s, I started having, there was, something was happening, we didn't know what was going on, but I was losing balance, I was tripping, falling, um, having trouble walking, and eventually, long story short... I was diagnosed with a neuromuscular disease and it was not supposed to get better. It got worse and worse. Um, I did the conventional medicine thing. I went ahead and, you know, I did took all the medicines that the doctor had me, uh, had prescribed to me. Sure. And, you know, they had me on like 13 different medications all at one time, which was, I mean, I didn't know any better, you know, then I didn't know any better. And so I, you know, I never thought about, oh, my God, the effects of all of these things together. Oh, right. it's, never, it's never been studied, you know, and, and the doctor, you know, I mean, he was doing his best, you know, to help me. Um, you know, he wasn't trying to hurt me at all. But, you know, so I got worse, worse and worse. And literally, I was in a wheelchair for almost five years and um, almost died. And, and in fact, actually, I did, I did um, have a death experience where I left my body and then I came back and I started the journey at a whole different level. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that, that changed everything for me, changed everything. So, and the next um, many, many years, it took me another, I guess it was three or four or five years just to get to where I could walk again. Um, And then I graduated to um, from the wheelchair to a cane and then eventually I was able to burn the cane <laughs> without a cane. And, you know, I walked with a limp for many, many years. And then eventually, you know, I've been able to rebuild my body and, 
and do pretty good. I mean, most people, they see me, they would not imagine what I've been through. Um, and along no, with the muscle- I mean, seeing you, I, I wouldn't, I would not put that together. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's been, um, so far, it's been about a 25, 26 year journey. And I just keep doing things to get better and better. And it's going to be, you know, it's a lifelong journey. It, it doesn't end. Um, if I went back to eating the way I used to eat, if I went back to doing a lot of the things that I used to do, um, which were very poor habits, and again, mm-hmm. I didn't know it at the time, you know, then I don't know what would happen. So um, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm on this journey and I'm doing what I need to do for myself. One of the things that, and I'm also sharing it, like you said, with other people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I dealt with for, you know, and I still deal with is, is pain and discomfort um, there are certain things that were like permanent damage um, that I, you know, I never say never. So I don't like the word permanent, you know, as sure. far as damage. Sure. Um, but there have definitely been things that I've had to um, deal with along the way and are very challenging. And so when I had that near death experience and when I came back, I knew I was supposed to study um, cannabidiols and mm-hmm which is AKA also known as CBD. People call it CBD today, but you know, cannabidiol um, comes from the hemp plant and it also comes from the marijuana plant. They're both different plants. They're cousins, but they're different plants. So I've been studying these things for more than 20 years. Wow. And I've been waiting. I mean, it was like, I really had to grow patient because <laughs> yes. I've been waiting for it to you know, be legal. And uh, when it well, did, and I think that's an important aspect is that you're also a master gardener. So, you know, you, you can come at this from a kind of a different approaches. And I do think that that's a big myth that you've already dispelled is that people don't realize that there is a hemp plant and there is a marijuana plant and they look very similar, but they are different. And so when we've um, decided that both of these plants are illegal we remove some, uh, you know, a really useful tool, not just the medicinal side, but hemp can be used in so many ways. It grows just like a weed, really. And so it makes, it makes the softest, like, material, like T-shirt. If you've ever had a hemp T-shirt, it is so soft. It's lovely, you know, it's, yeah, it's lovely. Um, And they can be, it can be used as building material. It it just, there's so many uses for it. And uh, there's such a need for us to have this sustainable, replenishable um, offering from Mother Nature that we sort of put on the side burner and said, no, we can't use that. And have gone and kind of done really destructive things to ourselves and to the earth. Um, And so, Going back to my point, you're a master gardener. That really plays into your knowledge, in my opinion, about how this plant grows, how it works, and what the differences are between these cousins. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, I instruct um, permaculture and master gardeners and teach them these things about plants. Um, you know, one of the things that people need to realize a very very important point and so I want to make it early uh, and so we don't forget Mm -hmm. is that uh, the hemp plant is a bioaccumulator and what that means is that this plant literally helps to clean up the soils 
So the nasty chemicals, the different things that are in the soils, you know, that people have put in over the last 50, 60 years, um, these chemicals are going to be drawn into the hemp plant because it's going wow. to try to clean up the soils. And this, I think, in my opinion, this is going to be one of the major ways that we're going to clean up the soils in this country. Um, but, but with that said, so it's a great thing. But with that said, people have to be extremely careful about what hemp products they buy and put into their body. Right, because if it's pulling all of that out of the soil, that's going to be in the plant. And then if yes. that gets turned into a CBD oil, then you're ingesting those toxins. Right. Blah. So you, you have to be very careful. And so like the, the, the cannabidiol oil that I use, it's a hemp, you know, cannabidiol oil. Um, and what the one that I use, it, I know it's grown in soils that are very clean. They were tested before they ever planted the hemp. Um, they were, you know, organically uh, worked soils. They were soils that people did not put chemicals. They had not had any chemicals in them for many, many, you know, proven, because uh, that was part of the requirement of mm-hmm. the one that I used. You know, it was proven that these farms had no chemicals applied like that, um, you know, for at least 15 years and or more, you know. So it's very, very important um, that you know, everything is tested that way, that it's grown in the right kind of soil. Some of them are even biodynamic, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the other thing that has to happen, you know, of course, the ground has to be tested before the soils, before the plants are planted. And you've got to make sure they're clean. But then the other thing that you have to do, because, you know, we live in a toxic world. I mean, it's in yes. the air, it's in the water, it's everywhere. So nothing, unfortunately, is pristine. And so, therefore, after it's harvested, it needs to go through more testing once again. And you have to make sure it's clean. And you have to make sure that the processing is done is, that is done is clean. And that all of the terpenes and, you know, all these things that are natural in the plant are still there. And then you have to um, make sure that, you know, there's a third-party analysis and, and that, any, uh, that it goes through a process of removing any residuals of anything that could be harmful from that end product, then you can feel good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, then it's an appropriate thing to put in your body. But, you know, it's it, the things that we do put in our bodies is, is pretty shocking. Um, well, you know, and so and that goes across the board too. You right. Know, for any supplement, any supplement. Absolutely. Food, any food that you put in Foods, your body. Foods, essential oils, um, yeah. candles. This is yeah. something I brought up on an environmental toxins um, talk that I had on the radio was really this, the hidden places that toxins lurk in our homes that we don't think about. Um, so one of the things I'd love for people to know is that you did write a book. It's called the 180 degree wellness revolution, simple steps to prevent and reverse illness. And it's been uh, a top seller since October, 2014 when it was published. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speculate that this has to do with your own healing journey and how making lifestyle changes, making dietary changes, really using what we would call the dress protocol to change your life and have a long-term wellness. Um, and it's not a diet, right? This is lifestyle changes. And that's what you talk about in your book. Yes. Yeah. I Basically, back when I was dealing with this um, more than 25 years ago, 
there weren't very many resources available to me. And it was really difficult. And thank God I'd had, literally, <laughs> thank God I'd had yeah. that experience, you know. And coming back with knowledge that I didn't have prior and, and then learning how to use that knowledge and sourcing, you know, and resourcing, it was not easy. And so basically what I did was I wanted to write a book, you know, kind of not really about me per se, because it's more about how others can do what I did. Sure. And keeping it simple, because like when I had to do it, I was doing it from a wheelchair. You know, I was learning how to cook. I was learning how to do all these things that I didn't really do before, um, you know, all from a wheelchair during a time when I wasn't, you know, I didn't have a lot of energy. I was really right. hurting. And so it was a tough, tough thing to do. So this just makes it easier. It gives people that guide that I wish that I'd had. I love that because um, when I kind of went through some of my health journey, it was, you know, I had leaky gut. And nobody talked about that. I had a gluten intolerance. So uh, that was before there was like everywhere you went, there was gluten-free foods or anything that tasted good. Most of what I tried tasted like cardboard, was horrible. And so I really went to having to find and source flour and um, make stuff myself and, you know, making bread and making like anything that I wanted that would have easily been bought before that was gluten free was not available in the stores. So I, I really do understand um, having to reinvent the wheel on your own. Right. And how much, how many tools there are for people now. Um, and at that time, even when you would bring these things up, people kind of thought you were crazy. Like, you <laughs> yes. know, nobody talked about how important food is to your overall wellness. Like if you went to the doctor and you're like, well, these are the things I'm eating. They're like, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Right. <laughs> food oh, doesn't I, play a role. Yeah. I was told so many times that it didn't matter, you know, and it was yeah. so it really does matter. It really does matter. It really, really does matter. And there are more and more studies that are evidencing the power of food. But if you just look at history and you look at how we were as a society 100 years ago, before we had this toxin dose, before we had fast food, before we had um, the standard American diet, which is nothing healthy whatsoever. We were healthy. You know, we didn't have organic food. We had normal food that was grown and you grew your own food because there wasn't the massive supermarkets. There wasn't this food being distributed in refrigerated trucks and there wasn't the conventional farms, right? So people were had home gardens and they were eating from their own gardens and they were using... Um, recipes for for their soil that had been handed down for generations right so i remember alternating crops in our home garden right because it's like you needed to move things around because different plants use different nutrients and they give different nutrients back and so that was sort of a traditional way of of having a home garden and supplementing what you ate but now we don't do that, and, and it's a shocking and, um, an amount of kids that really don't know where their food comes from. I know. Yeah, I, I do a lot of, uh, in the past, I've done a lot of volunteer programs for the kids in the schools, teaching them how to garden. And so many of them, I mean, majority of them, there was only usually a couple in each class that actually had any experience with their parents in a garden. 
or with their grandparents in a garden or something, mm-hmm. you know, it was really um, an eye opener for me. And, you know, food, food is our fuel. That's the thing I tell everybody. It's like, it's our fuel. You know, what would happen to your car if you went and put kerosene in it? Right. <laughs> Think of, you know, no, that's it's not true. Gonna, yeah. So, you know, and, and, and it's kind of, you know, interesting when, when you say that, that type of concept, you know, it's like, this is how I look at um, hemp as far as hemp, uh, cannabidiol oil and people, you know, maybe to understand the difference. Um, Cause a lot of people are very confused about what it is. Yeah, they think they, if they are using a CBD oil, then they're getting high. So that's, yeah. so there's, there's that. And there are CBD oils that have THC and some that do not. Right. Um, and so that's something that I would like for us to dig into a little bit, but I'd also like to talk about, what are the benefits of using it? What are some of the cautions? Um, we've, we have touched upon why quality matters, and it's because you are ingesting this, right? So typically you put it under your tongue. And, yes. and right, do you ever put it on your body? Do you put it on your body physically? Yeah, I do. In fact, and, and a you know, good example, I'll use it on my back. And a really good example was two days ago, I injured my foot and <laughs> sprained it pretty mm-hmm. bad. And so, you know, one of the first things I did was I took, made sure I, you know, kept taking the, the oil. And then the other thing I did was I put it on topically all around the area of the foot. And, you know, I did other things I needed to do also, ice it and whatnot, but I didn't get any swelling. Wow. Got a lot of bruising and the bruising is already going away. It's only been, what, two days? Well, we're on day three, you know, but the bruising is already fading away. And it's, I mean, just, it's amazing how... It helped with the pain, big time. It helped me with the pain. And then it also has helped with the inflammation. And I'm watching it with my own eyes. Yeah, the inflammation, I think, is a really big deal when it comes to um, using CBD oil. And it's most, so most people have chronic stress. Chronic stress creates a lot of inflammation in the body. And then when you have chronic pain, that chronic pain is inflammation, Right. And CBD oil is this extraordinary healer of reducing inflammation. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because what happens in order for us to heal, you know, we have the, the, the nervous system, we have the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Mm-hmm. And only be in one or the other. You can't be in both at the same time. And so when you get under stress like that, like when I injured my ankle, you know, my foot, um, I, my body is going to immediately go into the, oh, we've got to restrict, we've got to heal it, you know, that kind of thing. So it's going to go into the sympathetic mode. Mm-hmm. Is what I call sympathetic mode. And so one of the big things about me taking oil was that I'm actually helping to shift my body into parasympathetic, which is rest, digest, versus right. the sympathetic that your body goes into when there's stress. That is the um, fight flight. So, right, that's when we get that big insert of cortisol. Yes. And that, you know, it's meant to slow us down, to make us, you know, um, you know, get off our foot that, you know, swells up, you get off of it because it hurts. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was like, okay, so I'm going to do these things. I'm going to get myself out of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And allow my body to heal without doing more damage of swelling and all of that. You know, I'll stay off of it still. I'll ice it. I'll do the things I need to do. 
but I don't have to go through the further damage that swell, you know, all these other things. Right. Yeah. Because then it takes you out for so much longer. It's so much more painful when you have that, when you have that swelling. Um, one of the things that, that I'd like for us to touch on when we come back from our break is I want people to really understand how um, CBD oil interacts with the body what the different um, chemicals are, like how they sort of shift gears, just like you're talking about. And then maybe the top reasons why you would use it and also what to be really cautious about because um, I, as with any tool in your toolbox, right, CBD oil is a tool, right? It's not a cure. It's not going to, it's not going to um, cure any illnesses, but it is going to, help your, your body rest and restore. And that has an impact on quite a few different um, issues that people are suffering from. So I think it's going to be really important for people to know what to be cognizant of, what to be aware of, because this is, again, coming back into listening to our own bodies. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we don't. We sign, our, we sign our health off to someone else. So this is going to be about listening coming in tune and using this tool to help the healing process. So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in to The Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics. From natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Radia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for The Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on The Voice America health and wellness channel are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas jeff and ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects it's about making the mistakes taking the chances summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try decide to learn decide that you have something to say and find your frequency live fridays at 12 noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice 
Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health. Welcome back to Hidden Secrets to Health. I'm your host, Christina Cole, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and a health coach. And I have Tara on the line with me. She is also an FDN and a certified health coach. She's a master gardener. She's an author. Tara has been a motivational speaker. And she is talking to us today about CBD oil. And when we left our break, we were talking about how CBD oil comes into the body and impacts how you feel and really how it impacts the chemicals in your body. So I'm going to let Tara take it away. Okay. So when we take the oil, basically um, one of the most important things is how is it going to be absorbed by your body? So this is really important um, when you're looking at these kind of things, you want to get something that's um, liposomal nano sized, um, the one I use is like really, really tiny, 20 uh, nanometers. So basically when I take it, it goes right and dissolves right into the cells and goes right into the blood within minutes. And the one I use is sonified. There's, there's different ways that people do it, but I use one that's sonified. Um, so what you're getting is you're bringing this into your blood, you're bringing this into your body and you want it in as quick as possible. So that's where the absorption is key. Mm-hmm. Plus, you don't want to waste it. You don't, it's not cheap. So right. you don't want, you know, be taking Expensive it in. pee. Yes, expensive pee. That's what I always say too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I want to make sure I've got something that's at least 90% absorbed. And majority of everything on the market right now is not. So mm-hmm. again, another one to be aware of. Um, but anyways, in our bodies, we have this endocannabinoid system. We all have it. All mammals have it. And so what happens is this endocannabinoid system is kind of like, well, the way I explain it is it, it's the master switch. It's the kind of like the ma bell, you know, like if, okay. if you back in the day when we had to pick up a telephone and in order for me to call you, there would there was an operator in the middle. There was a switchboard person, right? Switchboard person, yeah. And she had to connect us, okay? Well, that's kind this of This is going to be completely I'm, foreign to a whole generation. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to dial a phone. <laughs> yeah, there will be some who understand that. But it's like, it's that, that middle piece, you know, it's like, um, well, for the younger ones, you know, the, the, the gaming, you know, when they're gaming, they have a little master controller to be able to communicate right. with the game itself. Right. All right. So, <laughs> so this is like the master controller of all of the body's systems. And that, if you think about it, oh my gosh, that is so important. If it's not functioning optimally, we've got a problem. And so this is where it goes back to what I was talking about, the nervous system, you know, the how it reacts. We either go into the fight-flight, which is sympathetic, or we go into the rest-digest, and what I also refer to as the healing mode, which is the parasympathetic. And so this oil, it goes into what we have this uh, CB receptors, and that's cannabinoid receptors, okay, within our body. And 
So we have a lot of different types of receptors, but the main ones you'll see talked about are CB1 and CB2 receptors. And so your CB1 receptors are primarily located on like the nerve cells in the brain, um, the spinal cord. Uh, They're also found in some of the peripheral organs and in the tissues like the spleen, white blood cells, um, the endocrine glands, um, parts of your reproductive, like the woman, the uterus has got probably more uh, receptors for CB than anything in the entire body. Amazing. Yeah. So is this something if you have... um PCOS or endometriosis, that this would be maybe a, a tool to add in. You could try it and see if it benefits you. Certainly. I would. I mean, yeah. You know, it's a, because I know for endometriosis is really painful. Right. Right. And there's a lot of inflammation involved too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it's also, I think where else? Um, spinal cord regions um, in the brain. You've got oh, also gastro, gastrointestinal area. Okay, mm-hmm. urinary tract. There's all of these areas have CB1 receptors. And when you look at the brain, because a lot of studies are being done on the brain, where when it comes yes. to cannabinoid system and the effects of cannabinoids on the brain. So if you look at where are the CB1 receptors on the brain? Well, they're um, really abundant in the cerebellum in the basal ganglia, in the hippocampus, um, dorsal primary, um, just different regions of the spinal cord itself. Okay. Um, So could, you know, cannabinoids being brought into the body affect that, you know, influence it? Seems to me it sure could. Um, The studies are showing that it is. So I always tell people to Google it, you know, anything that you're curious about, Google it. (laughs) There's also, I, I, we talked about this just briefly, and I want to share this with listeners, is there's a website called Green Flower, and it's an educational website about cannabis and um, cannabinoids, right? So, because they are these two different um, plants, cousins, they do teach you about both, because some, sometimes marijuana plant works better for certain people and for certain issues versus the hemp, the non-THC version. And uh, I think it depends on the person and I think it depends on what they're suffering. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of these molecules, it depends on which receptors you're also targeting. So like um, back to the the, the CB2 receptors, just so you Mm -hmm. see the difference. They're mainly found like in the white blood cells, the tonsils, the spleen. Um, Okay. Okay, immune system basically um, really express that CB1. Um, there's fewer, from what we understand, fewer CB1 uh, than CB2 receptors. But again, you know, we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> so, right. And this is, we've been ignoring this plant for a long time, right? So we haven't been doing the studies. And I think they started doing studies on it. And um, pharmaceuticals, not going to like this comment, but they, it was, so positive that they stopped and halted the studies because they were showing better results than what pharmaceutical was coming up with. And so we stopped all the studies on cannabinoids and went with whatever chemical creations pharma has. And that happened here in Virginia. It was a, a, a university in Virginia that was actually doing that research in the nineties. Oh, wow. Um, And they got halted probably. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's really interesting. And it may have happened elsewhere too. I don't know, but I, I'm just, I'm familiar with the one in Virginia, but uh, 
you know, the other thing too, that's being studied right now, which is really interesting is everybody looks at THC and we know that THC is the molecule that actually gives you the high. Mm-hmm. So as far as an industrial hemp, um, you know, like the one I use has zero THC. Um, there's another one that I've used that has just a teensy, teensy bit, you know, just I mean, mm-hmm. barely a trace. But what I've learned over, over the years is that the THC, it seems, is more of an activator than anything. I see. Um, then we don't know what we don't know. So, you know, that could change. That, that information could very much change. But there's other activators. There's other CB molecules that are also activators in addition to THC. So like the oil, when I was researching and trying to find what I wanted to use personally, you know, one of the things I looked at was, you know, beta caryophylline. This is another molecule, CB molecule. And, and it's like, okay, so what, um, what does beta caryophylline do? Because again, I'm familiar with a lot of these things because of when I had to get out of the wheelchair, um, I was researching a lot and the beta caryophylline actually acts as an activator. So, you know, maybe you don't need the THC as the activator. Right. I don't Again, this is research that is is young. It's ongoing. ongoing. Sure. So there, there's a lot of promise in the fact that, you know, there may be other activators other than THC um, where people maybe they won't have to have THC and the side effects of that in the future. You know, I don't know. But as you right. said. I think there's certain states where um, you can have a CBD oil. It's it's legal to have it, but but it can't have any THC in it. Right. And right. And then there's other ones that they don't really care either right. way because they've legalized the use of, mm-hmm. of marijuana. So right. um, I think that's interesting, too, because it is important. And for people out there that are utilizing CBD oil in their practices, you need to know what the laws are in your area so that you don't get in trouble. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And also that there are different products out there, some of them zero THC now you know, so that you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And so some of the benefits of using a a CBD oil, um, I personally know people who use it for sleep, um, people who use it for anxiety. Um, I know several people who have had cancer and have used this as one of the tools that they've used in the healing process. So what can you tell us a little bit about the benefits well, um, just as you just mentioned, you know, I also personally have used it in my journey and I have friends and uh, people that I know that have used it, you know, with all kinds of different illnesses. And uh, I have someone who's close to me that's right now using it and he's dealing with uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, you know, it's, it's interesting because under the certain treatment protocols, you know, they basically know what to expect as far as reduction of tumor cells of those kind of things. If something's going to work, they kind of know what to look for and they know what to expect. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting because as I'm watching him go through this, he's like his tumor, the, the tumor numbers have just dropped dramatically. I mean, like wow. way more than they would ever expect is normal. And, is it, you know, the oil doing that? I don't know. I mean, I can't say that it is or isn't. I don't know. Right. But Something's happening. Yeah. And it's the only thing he's doing different from everybody else. You know, so it's worth looking into, you know. It's yeah. And, then, and of course, you know, when I looked up studies and things like that, and I, and I helped him to find studies and whatnot when he was making his decisions, 
you know, it, it was all there in the studies. So again, you know, anybody who's wondering, look at the studies, Google, you know. Google. Right, uh, or PubMed. PubMed has has PubMed. information on that too. And I, and I know that it's helped um, a lot of children that have seizures right. have used a CBD oil and it is THC free. So the parents aren't getting them high, but it has been a really phenomenal tool in helping reduce seizures, yeah. which... Um, if you've ever watched a child go through that, it's heartbreaking and there's nothing you can do. And so anything that you can use to help reduce that is, is a powerful, useful tool. Right. And, you know, personally, myself, I sleep so much better. It's incredible the depth of sleep I get now. You know, um, as far as, again, myself, um, it's just got a really nice balancing effect of a calm kind of balance and um, you know again if you research it a little bit you're going to find that um, it has some antibacterial properties um, it's shown to support like bone health um, certain ones especially um, the one I'm using has got a lot of CBG in it mm-hmm. which you're going to start hearing a lot about in the and near what future what is that too? Uh, cannabigerol uh, is known to help with um, nerves with okay. with um, Especially like um, neuroregeneration. Mm. And that's one of the reasons I've been researching it so much and love this because that's one of the things I've had to deal a lot with was yeah. neuroregeneration. And so that, you know, again, they're doing the, one of the doctors that, that I know, he's doing a lot. Of, he runs the second largest um, functional medicine clinic in the country. And he's using the oil I use. He's using it on his uh, patients. And they're doing brain scans and all kinds of really cool before and after, you know, and, and watching these people as they're going through the process of healing. And it's just amazing how this oil is, is actually helping with the neuroregeneration. So, um, and protection, you know, neuroprotective type things. Um, let me look at my notes and see what else. I mean, that's um, so promising for anyone who, you know, maybe has Guillain-Barre, which that completely goes after your central nervous system or somebody who's had an, who's had an injury and um, has like the frozen shoulder, right. Or has some other um, paralyzation. I, I, I would be really interested to see the studies done over time of how this can really help people. Because a lot of times when you have, as you know, that um, diagnosis you're it's you're kind of considered done like the fact that you are out of a wheelchair that you're a master gardener so it's not like you're just you know looking at the plants and talking to them like you actually have to get in there and do some work so you know you've regained full functionality um through your journey but the fact that you've used this and you continue to use this as a way to help your spinal cord is huge Right. And, you know, and also brain, you know, as far as I had some issue, you know, as far as the physical um, hippocampus, cerebellum, mm-hmm. those kind of were very much affected with that neuromuscular uh, disease that I have dealt with in the past. And so, you know, not making any claims or anything, no medical claims. Sure, or anything. no medical claims happening here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I have found that it has helped me. I've been taking it for a little over two years now. And I have found that it definitely, definitely, I wouldn't keep taking it if it wasn't helping me, you know, in a sure. tremendous way. And so, 
you know, sleep is so much better. Mood is so much better. Things that used to bother me before, you know, I'm just, I'm just so much, I feel so much more balanced. I'm not as reactive, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I need some. It supports the, the, um, the body in so many ways, you know, the endocrine system and things like that. You know, that's the other thing personally that I have seen is all my life, I have always dealt with like hypoglycemia and, and things that go along with that. And in the last two years, uh, my body has been so much better balanced without me having to do a lot as much effort as I had previously. Again, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know that, it, that it's that. I, I assume it probably is because, again, that's the main thing. I right. It's the only thing you've really done different. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's um, I'm certainly not going to ever stop taking it. <laughs> to yeah. me, it's the best, best thing. You know, if I had to come down, someone asked me this the other day. They said, if you had to come down to one supplement and that's the only supplement that you bought and used, what would it be? And I just said, oh, no question. This oil that I use, mm-hmm. you know, cannabidiol oil, I, that that would be it. Because I feel like it does so much in a foundational level that everything else comes along. And, you know, and it's one of the first things when, when I have people that come to me, it's one of the first things that I'm telling them now is that, you know, um, for me, it's been foundational. For me to be able to get beyond certain illnesses, to be able to get beyond certain things, I've had to get a foundational balance back into my body. And that is where I feel like it has just been superior for me. So. The, yeah, that's you know. amazing. And, and I, I want to bring into the fact that it's not the only thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I love that it's your balancer. And I've actually heard that a lot from different people, unsolicited, just people sharing their own stories um, and how this, they just feel like this is this particular tool has really helped them on their journey overall. Right. Because there's no magic cure for any one thing. There's no, there's no magic pill. There's no magic oil. There's no magic diet. But right. when you uh, do a, a lifestyle approach, and there has to be a starting point for everyone. And so sometimes, sometimes for some people, it's essential oils. Right. For some people, it might be taking a supplement that's um, mainly fruits and vegetables. Uh, it might be using a CBD oil, but there's some place that you get started mm-hmm. and then you sort of layer in the things that are working and it sort of crowds out the things that aren't. And that's one of the things I think is really impactful with using tools like this and uh, with CBD oil, it's like you get this balance and it kind of takes out some of that emotional charge that goes along with emotional eating. Yes. Right? Because yes. a lot of times either you're angry. Some people eat because they're they're angry. They don't know what to do. So they just eat. Or they're upset and um, it has a nurturing quality. So they eat. Or they're depressed. And it's like having a friend. And so they eat. So being able to maybe use CBD oil as that balancer and remove that relationship, that emotional relationship with food, and then maybe you start making healthier food choices. 
Mm-hmm. So now you don't get that comfort from going to McDonald's. Now you've had this, you feel relaxed. And suddenly, you know, I yeah, carrot and hummus sounds amazing right now. Like it just, right. right? Like it's sort of this slow transition. Right. And, you know, and, and, and that's such a great point because I always forget to say that, you know, I have a really good diet. So, and, and, if I was to have to go to what is the absolute most important thing for me for help, I'm going to tell you it's the food. You know, like we were talking earlier, that is mm-hmm. your fuel. And I view hemp as food. Ah, um, yeah, it's a plant. Yeah, it's a plant. And, you know, I use essential oils, you know, things like that, just, just like you. And so I always go to the plant. You know, that is my fuel. And so, and it has to be clean. It has to be nutritive. You know, and, and so that's the biggie. That's the biggie that most people, they kind of want to skip over the importance of the food, the, the, the importance of what you're putting in your mouth and putting on your skin, lotions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. You know, they, they just want to skip over that and keep doing the same thing and then just take this, you know, one product. One product. Time. And it's going to magically fix everything yeah. because their friend told them that it magically fixed all these different things for them. Right. And it, it's really comes back to it's lifestyle changes that have to be made. And that's why, you know, having a coach is really important. I had someone call me yesterday. Um, I'm in a, in a local directory in, in Sacramento for health and wellness practice practitioners. And she called and she said, I know what I need to do, but I cannot do it on my mm-hmm. own. She's yeah. like, I just, I'm at, she's like, I'm calling you and I'm in line for fast food right now. She's like, so it's not that I don't know. I shouldn't be in this line. It's that I don't have the support that I need to make the changes that I really want to make on my own. And, yeah. you know, and that's why, like, even when it comes to, you know, adding in these different supplements and these different options for our health having somebody who's spent the time to educate themselves on it and help guide you through and learn about your personal history, it all starts to tie in together as to your personal healing journey. Exactly. I think that's so important for people to know. What would you, what would you caution people about? I mean, quality is certainly one. Um, yes, definitely the quality that we were talking about earlier. Um, you want to make sure that it's uh, very well absorbed. Um, you uh, you want to make sure that, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, I love that there's competition out there because mm-hmm. that, that is what keeps everybody on their toes. That's what keeps every, every you know, most of them good. Um, right. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of products coming onto the market now that are, you know, they're um, maybe it's straight uh, cannabidiol oil, but there's no activator at all. Oh, so that's not useful. You know, how useful it is, I don't know. I wouldn't think that it's going to be as useful. Um, But, you know, looking for the beta caryophylline, you know, if there's no THC, those types of things, you know, I I would suggest people pay attention to that. Um, Also, um, how can you find out how absorbent one would be? um, Well, that's a good question. (laughs) Everybody claims that theirs is, you know, whatever person absorbent, absorbed and whatnot. Ask for the, ask for the test. Where's the blood test showing? You know, where's the, the information showing that this really is absorbed? You know, where's the, I want to see a doctor talking about it. I want to see somebody, you know, 
that has been researching this, doing it, that actually, you know, stands behind it and talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, third party testing, look at the third party testing to see what's actually in there. And anyone who's selling this product would be able to provide that, correct? They should, yeah. Right, because the company will have it, so there's you can get it. Right, you should be able to. It should be on the website. Okay. You know, if they're going to really open up, it should be right there on the website where you can click on it and find it easily. Um, I don't see that a lot. And, you know, the other thing I see a lot of is I see a lot of them taking and using other, like, MCT oil or, or grapeseed oil mm-hmm. or hemp seed oil. You know, and then adding a little bit of cannabidiol to it and then calling oh, it. Oh, interesting. You know, so, so it's, MCT, it's, just for our listeners, is sort of a, it's it's a coconut oil is really what right. it is. It's it's a more absorbent version of a coconut oil. Right. And it's a good oil. It's a great oil. So grapeseed's a great oil. Uh, you know, these are like, if you're going to ingest an oil, there are certain ones you would and wouldn't want to. And grapeseed and, and coconut are, are on, the, on the positive side. That doesn't mean when you're spending all this money to get a CBD oil that you want to have a couple of drops of the actual CBD when the rest of it is you could just buy on Amazon. And Right. Right. So, you know, that's another thing to look at. Um, Also, things like, um, you know, as with anything, you you know, uh, use within, uh, you know, limitations. In other words, uh, I don't, I haven't seen anything that cautions on overdoses of this or anything like that. But there's always too much of a good thing, you know, so be aware of that. Um, I also tell people to check with their, their doctor or research it themselves and talk to their doctor if they're on other medications to make sure it's not going to interfere with that. Um, maybe they need to take a certain amount of time away from other medications. I don't know, but that's something they need to look at, um, you know, and refer to their doctor because their doctor knows about their medications. Um, those are the main things, I guess. Um, and again, really know where it's being sourced from. You know, if somebody that you're talking to about the oil, if they don't know these things, if they're not well-researched themselves or they can't find the information or hook you up with, you know, somebody uh, within their company that does know this information that will help you, then there's something wrong, you know. Sure. You need so to we're wait. about to close, and I want people to know how to find you. You're a wonderful resource. So share how people can catch, catch you real quick. Okay, thanks. Um, my website is cultivatinghealth.org, and uh, you can find me there. Um, my email is uh, support at cultivatinghealth.org. You can reach me that way, um, or Tara, T-A-R-A, at cultivatinghealth.org, either one. And I'm on Facebook. Um, you can look for my, web, my page. It's called Cultivating Health. And there are two. There's another one on, on Facebook, or two or three. So look for the one that has my book, the 180 Wellness Revolution posted up on it, and you'll see that that's me. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the show today, Tara. Thank you. This has been Hidden Secrets to Health. Thank you for tuning in to Hidden Secrets to Health. Please join host Christina Cole for another edition of the show next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until next week, keep an eye on your good health.